Hey, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Monday, November 15th. Our first big thing is wheat futures rose in overnight trading as the grains uptrend continued due to concerns about global supplies. Prices reached an almost nine year high last week after Russia said it may implement further export levies and other restrictions to ensure ample domestic supply of the grain. Russia shipped 16.6 million metric tons of wheat from July 1st through November 11th, a 16% year-on-year decline, S&P Global said in a note to clients, citing the Russian Federal Service for Veterinary and Phytosanitary Surveillance. Analysts with S&P Global have pegged Russian wheat exports in 2021 through 2022 at 36.5 million metric tons. The U.S. Department of Agriculture last week forecast shipments from the country at 36 million metric tons, down from 38.5 million tons a year earlier. Iran said last week that it's planning to make a large purchase in the near future, which also may weigh on supplies worldwide. The Middle Eastern nation has purchased 8 million metric tons of wheat since April, according to local media reports. Global wheat stockpiles are pegged by the U.S. Department of Agriculture at 275.8 million metric tons in the year that ends on May 3rd. In the U.S., output is now seen at 1.65 billion bushels, down from 1.83 billion last year. Domestic inventories on May 31st are seen at 583 million bushels, down from 845 million a year earlier, the USDA said in its monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates, WASDE report. Wheat futures for December delivery rose three and three quarter cents to eight dollars twenty and three quarter cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures gained two and a quarter cents to eight dollars thirty-five and a quarter cents a bushel. Corn futures for December delivery were down three quarters of a cent at five dollars seventy-six and a half cents a bushel. Soybean futures for November delivery fell one and a half cents to twelve dollars forty-two and three quarter cents a bushel. Soy meal gained two dollars seventy cents to three hundred sixty-four dollars eighty cents a short ton, while soy oil lost fifty-six hundredths of a cent to fifty-eight point four one cents a pound. Next up. Export sales of grains and beans last week were all down from the previous week, according to the USDA. Sales of corn to overseas buyers in the seven days that ended on November 4th fell to 1.07 million metric tons, down 13% from a week earlier and 4% from the prior four-week average, the agency said. Canada bought 357,600 metric tons, Colombia took 304,600 tons, Mexico purchased 272,200 tons, Japan was in for 151,100 tons, and the Dominican Republic purchased 11,500 tons. An unnamed country canceled cargoes of 45,600 metric tons, and Costa Rica nixed shipments of 13,700 tons, the USDA said. Exports for the week totaled 718,000 metric tons, down 4%. Soybean sales last week were reported at 1.29 million metric tons, a 31% drop from the previous week and a 25% decline from the average, the government said. 
China was in for 939,300 metric tons, and Germany was a distant second at 311,400 tons. Egypt took 231,400 tons, Portugal bought 82,100 tons, and Mexico purchased 80,700 tons. The total would have been higher, but unknown destinations canceled shipments for 847,400 metric tons, the USDA said. Wheat export sales fell to 285,900 metric tons, down 29% from a week earlier and from the prior four-week average, the agency said in a report that was delayed due to Veterans Day. The Philippines bought 152,000 metric tons. Japan took 57,400 tons. Mexico purchased 37,200 tons. Italy was in for 29,200 tons, and Guatemala bought 24,200 tons. An unnamed country canceled shipments totaling 41,800 tons, and Nigeria nixed cargoes of 30,300 tons. Export sales for the week were reported at 270,000 metric tons, almost double the previous week, the USDA said in its report. And finally. Strong winds are creating extremely dry conditions in parts of the Dakota starting tomorrow, according to the National Weather Service. High wind watches have been issued for western parts of both states, the NWS said in a report early this morning. In western South Dakota, winds are expected to be sustained from 25 to 40 miles an hour, with gusts of up to 55 miles an hour, the agency said. High winds may let loose debris, damage property, and cause power outages, the NWS said. Travel could be difficult, especially for high-profile vehicles. In the southern plains, strong winds also may be a problem. A fire weather watch is in effect starting tomorrow afternoon amid gusty winds and low humidity, the agency said. Winds likely will be sustained at around 25 miles an hour, with gusts of up to 35 miles an hour. Relative humidity will drop as low as 8% tomorrow, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.